It's a wrestling mayhem show. The wrestling mayhem show. You that whole sound bite. This is Devoy, and you are listening to the wrestling mayhem show. Take two. Wrestling mayhem show. Dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox, putting it the fuck down. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw. Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra. Seen his damn belt still spin around his waist. I can shit better rhymes on what comes out of his face. Tuesday night, and it's EC Dub. Michael Q. Knoxville joined the club. If he's taking the shit, scream out, Boo Boo. This ain't EC Dub, and we can tell that too. Wednesday night, ROH on DVD, the best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree. Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel Sinning, Kim Mikati, Homicide, The Rock, Wildest, and Kansas Kobashi. Thursday night, TNA on Spike. Bruce is poking, so that means I'm drinking blood tonight. Shut up and show me the damn exhibition and get SoCal balance in my line of vision. Friday night SmackDown, this is all life. Kicking back, watching wrestling every night. Kenny, Boogeyman, Helms, Hardy, Guerrero, London, Kendrick, and Steelers show. RWF Sion and the weekly features. You're a student, we are the teachers. Shout out to Jimbo's crew and to the D's. Putting it down for a bit with the grace of ease. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Like a oh yes, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show 192. That's right, 192, the Wrestling Mayhem Show. And this is Sorgatron as usual. And on the lines, we have the uh the countrywide guests for this week. We got Wrestle Fan from Cuba. What? Cube Canada. Wherever he's at from these days. Mm. And and the mad Canadian one, Exacoba. yes, Canadian there you go. And the mad one, Mad Mike from the Bronx, New York. What's up, guys? What's up, peoples? Pretty low key show tonight. Pretty low key show. Low key is there? No, low key is not here. If so, we probably. I kick thought it. he was injured. <laughs> I don't know. The I haven't heard any updates on that. to me, Sorg. <laughs> I haven't heard any updates on that lately. So, uh, you know. Uh, but yes, 192 Wrestling Mayhem Show, uh, DJ Lunchbox is, uh, set to join us here sometime in the mysterious near future, uh, via the Skype lines, and this is the first of many episodes that will be an empty studio, physically. Uh, we have become a Skype-only show. Yay! Tell, tell me, so you have your pants on either, and no one's in the studio. You have no idea if I have my pants on right now, and you will probably <laughs> not know for a long time on this show. Because um, technically, you don't even know what we're wearing, Sorg. That's right. You guys could be naked. I don't got you guys on a video feed, and that could be interesting. That's and we're gonna keep it that way. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I might be open to it if people hit the donate button. If you hit the donate mm-hmm. button, then we can open up the platinum edition of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. That'll be oh, fantastic. platinum! Platinum edition. That's right. So, Russell fan, you're you're too young to to enter the platform. Yeah, I'm gonna say, how are you guys gonna figure this out? What? <laughs> oh, oh no, yes, you're. We'll have to uh, cut him from the show at that point. Then, <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes, either that or you need a chalked ID, one or the other. Uh, <laughs> All right, moving on uh, from uncomfortable <laughs> subjects, we do have our fan mails. Let's get it going. Go ahead, do the fan mail song. Well. 
there, there is no generic fan mail song. Uh, fan we... mail, fan mail, everybody loves that. No, nope, that, that's Vim mail. That, that is Vim mail. That's, that's, that's basically one word. That's basically that is one word. Copyright infringement. Do you want DX to sue you? But what? But DX will sue you for cease and desist. Apparently, they don't like infringing on other people's gimmicks anymore. Yeah, well, they don't like midgets either. So, well, whatever. I love midgets. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah, Our... I know. Sorry, that's probably gonna be a soundbite, isn't oh, it? Oh boy. <laughs> Our first email, our first fan mail, is actually from a friend in Russia. Oh, in Soviet Russia, fan emails you. <laughs> in main Soviet Russia, podcast you. Um, uh, basically, you said, hey, Sorg, you've enjoyed WMS a lot. Very interesting, especially the interview with that guy who is wrestling in Mexico. And uh, we had some comment. He had some comments for the show about the uh, about our our sound quality, which has admittedly not been too hot the last few weeks. But we're uh, working on it, and I think it's a little better. There have been some strides. Uh, just like to point out, as I did post on Twitter, the wrestlecopter did crash um, on the outskirts of Havana, Cuba. Um, I am calling from my suburban Cuban home, so hopefully that will improve. <laughs> The quality yes. of the Mayhem show. Yes, the, re- the WrestleFan portion of the show sounds much better this week. Uh, we're down to one mic here. We still have a computer down. Uh, and again, you know, the problems we've had is because we've been experimenting with different hardware, uh, different hardware configurations, and some of it really just hasn't worked out so well the last few weeks. So, Technically, there's two mics here, Sorg. What's that? Technically, there's two mics here. What's that? Oh, hey, hey, ha, yeah, I have a mic too. Wow, look at that. See, see, see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm very punny. Uh, <laughs> but uh hey, hey, you know what though? Then then you know, we're all split off on Skype then then well actually that just kinda gives me less control, I guess, in the long run. So less control. Fans yes. take over. Uh <laughs> so uh moving on to some more fan mail, we got Sean Brayfield, the rock and roll outlaw mail. Says, ladies and gentlemen. Now, wait, I, I have a question. Yes. I have a quick question. Is there a difference between Sean Brayfield and Sean Burkhead? Man, I've had a problem. One's the rock and roll outlaw. I know that. And Dude, one, I am I... just so glad my name is not the confusing one on the show. <laughs> I, I'm just glad Max stopped emailing because I know during the early days you guys would get me and Matt confused all the time. Oh, dude, I had, I, we thought Vim was a girl for the longest time. <laughs> Well, that's true. And he says no. And then, the, um, and then the one girl we did have emailed, Doc Remedy, scared away. No, no, that was Steam Machine. No, that was Steam Machine. It was some oh, girl from damn. Sweden. I'm, I'm not up with my mayhemology. But I think she was. She was. Hey, what was that tweet, Mike? That you're the mayhemiest mayhemer in all of Mayhem Town? Yeah, I, I don't think am. so. Yeah, you hear that? You know, the mayhemies are coming up here in about like two months. I'm already, uh, I'm already working on plans for it. I actually. Well, okay, I enter, I put an entry in Remember the Milk, so I remember to do it at the end of the year. But that's a step in the right direction, right? Um, but you know, oh, keep all this in mind. Direction. You guys are are like always, uh, always campaigning here for that uh, for those spots. So. Yes, sir. I don't, I don't need think to I can. Campaign. I don't think I can go for a second run a new fan of the year, though. Technically. Well, no, no, you can't go for that. That was yeah. You the boat has sailed on that one, sir. So uh, I'm actually running for new fan of the year. Oh yeah, are you resetting? I'm running. Well, if I'm you... gonna campaign. Are you gonna show up? <laughs> You're gonna campaign. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> yes. Oh, why can't I think of it? Little um, nickel. 
Little, little nickel. nickel. Little nickel. Yeah, yeah, I, you know what? There's. I, I think we we'll put little nickel as a as an entry under there. Excellent. Yeah, you know, even though he wasn't a real person. But we're getting into a lot of lot of stuff. I I we're, Wait, I'm sure we're losing. What? He wasn't. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> Rock and roll out loud, meow. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends, fans, followers, and admirers all across the face of this big, great, big old rock we call Earth. You know, when someone gets this elaborate with their email, sometimes I think they should just go get their own show. He <laughs> wants to be like DJ Lunchbox. Oh, <laughs> it's time once again for the best 10 minutes of the best two hours. Of... It doesn't take that long to read your emails. Podcasty and, goodness out there. Clearly, and... the best 10 minutes is when I'm on and WrestleFan is. <laughs> the maddeningly influential and undeniably compare incomparable and all be all authority on all things well everything i don't even know what we're talking about anymore the one and only rock Wait, and roll and all be all on all things i don't everything? know it's all i think he talks about is tna so uh things <laughs> are pretty, pretty so really <laughs> he's just the rock and fail outlaw oh are you gonna start oh, a new fan God. war is that what's happening here I always try to institute fan war, Sorg. You know Mayhem this. Mayhem fan war. I fight. Do... Fight. Mayhem fan war. Black, white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I took out Brian Chappelle, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. No, stop scaring away fans. We need all we can get. <laughs> Things are pretty crazy in the world of TNA right now, folks. Hulk Hogan is signed with TNA. Eric Bischoff is signed with TNA. Will they ever show up in TNA? Does anyone even watch TNA anymore? Apparently not. I read an article that said that TNA's latest pay-per-view uh, sold, wait for it, 850 paid tickets. And no, that's not a typo. A week before the show, they showed the total 850 tickets, and this is for their WrestleMania, the biggest TNA pay-per-view of the year. My God in heaven. Yes, also in a market that they've never ran a show before that I'm aware of. Uh, they didn't in... even sell half of that seating in the arena. No, no, it was about a five thousand seat arena. And after I, I read the article where they said, you know, somebody was up in the stand said, you know, it wasn't full, but it looked really good for the, you know, that side of size of venue and everything. That's if Jesus, they're not I could sell more tickets to my sexual conquests. <laughs> this is going to be like the first of many times that I say that I'm glad I don't watch TNA anymore. Well, you will get hold on, hold on. Uh, I still watch it. I still watch it. I want to go on record as saying that I still watch TNA. I watched it partially today. Partially because it's a lot easier than buying razor blades. Also true. Also true. Well, I'm holding I'm holding a scientific experiment to see <laughs> the advantages of watching crappy, or advantages and disadvantages of watching crappy Vince Russo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let, in professional let's, wrestling. let's stick with the emails because you guys are going to have plenty of chance to run down TNA later. Trust me. <laughs> Let's let our other fans run Wrestle down fans, TNA. You can't present that as your science fair project. <laughs> Dude, I will find Why a way not? To Why make not? Now wait a minute. Now you got me. Why not? If you could write an English report on pro wrestling, you can do a science project on it too. I did a physics project. The effect project. of the Russo swerve on the human psyche. I, no, I did by a fan. I did a I legit. I did a physics project oh, yeah. in uh, at the Art Institute on on pro wrestling. And got to be Maybe even a B plus. Whoa, 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 whoa! What is going on over there? It's my fault. Phone is ringing. Okay. And to top it off, I know it's kind of old news, but Daphne's arm is still broken. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I did read the spoilers though. Okay. And apparently, 
they build or they uh, promoted on Impact. It's going to be Terra versus Daphne, but then they make it Terra versus Hamada for some reason. Okay, okay. Although Which I, I don't I'm still liking what they're doing with the women's division. It's been pretty good this past week. I saw. <laughs> The first thing of the show. Oh, we. Oh, there we go. Raw was pretty good this week. I'm a huge Aussie fan. Uh, uh, side note: uh, I didn't see Raw due to some issues that I'm not going to discuss on the show. I think you'll get the gist of it when you see my blog tomorrow on uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com and SorgerTron.com. But moving on, uh, Raw was pretty good this week. I'm a huge Aussie fan, and it was fun to see him there, just having a blast. Even uh, Braun and Kobe Kingston uh, put on hell of a show too. Kind of surprised me to see Kofi get the win over Orton, but whatever. Uh, glad to see he's finally getting a good push. I think him and Orton will be good feuding. The first segment of the show where everyone was whispering in Ozzy and Sharon's ear and making matches was pretty funny, but I can't decide if Santino uh, biting the head off Batman Masters routine or DX hanging Harnswoggle off a hook gets a laugh of the night. Uh, all three were pretty good. Jamie Noble Masters got... was phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I marked say... out for that shit. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> ridiculous. The uh, the say, crazy train deal. I'm getting kind of angry at WWE for one reason. Hmm. It just... just feels like Hornswoggle is just there. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's basically you know... it. <laughs> well, he's he like doing the mini Charlie Haas gimmick. No, he I was just he randomly comes out in segments mm-hmm. and then he leaves and then that's it. He appeared in the next tag match two weeks ago and didn't do anything. And still... fan, I have a question for you, though. Would you rather have him in matches getting over on legitimate talent? No, but I mean, at least put him on TV so it makes sense. Dude, it always makes sense. He's a midget. <laughs> you have to remember, this is Monday Night Live. WrestleFan is basically... Uh, not WrestleFan. Uh, Hornswoggle is basically Mango. <laughs> yeah. And you do not touch it, the Mango. Yeah. So Bijou has joined us down here, and I don't understand why, because I thought the gate was closed. Bijou defies all gates. Yeah, apparently. So Antonio Gates, Bill Gates, Pearly Gates, Bijou defies them all. <laughs> Moving on, Jamie Noble got demolished, and uh, that made me sad. I want yeah, everyone was... else that I am not a fan of the whitest man on the planet. When you're so white that you glow... There's a problem in that you need to maybe consider one of those magical inventions known as a tanning bed. I uh, haven't wait a seen. Uh... I just figured it out. Hmm. Seamus is Edward Cullen. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> if they do something like that, I would shoot myself. I bet if Seamus goes into direct sunlight, he sparkles. There are spotlights <laughs> on the ring. How no, does that make that's, sense? That's not sunlight. God oh, damn it! God. Get True. up on your literature. They sir. can't follow. It will help you bang tweenagers when they make them up. <laughs> now that we see the bleep. read Twilight, it will help you bang. Tweenagers. Oh, I watched it and I puked blood for seven days. <laughs> Dude, the effects on the wolf are just driving me insane. How bad they are! Uh, Whenever uh, I see that commercial. But that was my first time seeing Seamus in um on Raw on a, on the live show. And uh, the guy in the emails, right? He does glow. <laughs> so what was with he like when he power bombed Jamie Noble on the floor, and he was like dry heaving, sounding like he was constipated. Yeah, I heard that. I did. I did hear that. Yeah, Jamie Noble sounded very, very odd. 
I, I thought I heard the ref say to him, like, what the fuck are you doing? You're just supposed to be <laughs> unconscious. Shut the fuck up. That's how rednecks hurt. <laughs> Anyways, um, all in all, Raw was pretty good this week. Some good laughs. Uh, great to see Ozzy out there having fun. And there was some pretty good wrestling this week. I'm not too familiar with next week's host. I don't follow Boxing Owl, so I've never even heard of this guy. Uh, well, I think that's going to be the end for this week. So until next time... I am the Rock and Roll Outlaw, and my emails get more fans than TNA pay-per-views. So there you go. I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, T- TNA, TNA has more than three people that buy their pay-per-views, and nobody's buy- and nobody's buying this email. All right, real quick, <laughs> Sean, sound off for November third, two thousand nine. Today's yeah, that's today. Okay, that's good. Okay, so uh, which Sean is this? This is this is Sean Burkhead. Burkhead. Completely different, and not Sean. Brayfield. Not, not Brayfield. No. You know, we no. should call him Sean Bradshaw Brayfield. It's not even the fact that it's Sean, but their last names both start with B's. I know it's really weird. It's really weird how that happened, and and they're both the consistent writers to the Mayhem show. I right blame now. Little Nickel. Blame yeah, every yeah. I go with Little Nickel for that one too. So, <laughs> good evening, Mayhem Nation. The view and opinion of the sound offer those of Sean Burkett and not reported by one and only Wrestling Mayhem show. All one word, by the way. Uh, it's T minus one week since the great Hogan has landed in TNA. We'll talk about that a little bit later. <laughs> it seems Hogan is pushing his book more than joining TNA. Last week's impact scored a 1.3, which is up from the week before. If Hogan was serious about uh, bringing TNA to the next level, he should have been talking about TNA more uh, than he did last week. He hardly mentioned it on Howard Stern's show and didn't mention it at all on Larry King Live. Uh, For what I have read and heard, TNA might not debut Hogan until 2010. And if that's true, then this experiment is 100% failure. Excuse me, failure before it starts. Whatever happened to striking when the iron is hot? So Mayhem Nation, the question of the week is this. If you could run TNA, what kind of role would you give Hogan? Uh, I would make him the storyline new owner of TNA and reboot Impact. Uh, until next week, Sean, out! Um, I would pull a Vince McMahon and have him blow up in a limousine. Oh, jeez. And <laughs> never horrible. hear of him again. Uh, quick answer from Mad Mike. Uh, well, I already said it last week, but I would get him in a feud with Jay Lethal. Yes, I, I like team that idea. Them, team them up first and then have them feud. And have Hogan pretend that he has Alzheimer's and he really thinks it's Macho Man. In my ideal world... Okay, have a few with Jay Lethal and then blow him up in a limousine. In my ideal world, yeah, I think he would have kind of a mentor role maybe for some of the younger guys. Uh, maybe we get him in a tag team match and everything. Because I can't see him in a singles deal, you know, because uh, who'd, who'd really want to pay that to see that anymore? And he needs somebody... There's no work flares to carry him in... TNA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh you know, except for maybe like a Kurt Angle or something. Um no, I think Stinking You think Kurt Angle's him? old, but he will still murder people. <laughs> All right. Let's get uh that's, let's that's get more of a wait and see thing, Wrestle fan. Let's get to the Mad Mike mail real quick. All right. You um, got your top ten for this week. All right. And um, I like this subject that I actually wanted to talk about a little bit from what I've been reading. Yeah, I wanted to mention it last week. I completely forgot. That's fine. That's fine. Gives you more time to play it and uh, figure it out. Go for it. All right. Uh, top 10 things I like in SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. 
notebook a note before this list. I haven't done the career mode or the create a story yet. Oh, I hear that's the best part. Oh, the create have, story is I, awesome. I wanted to I wanted to play all the modes first, so I haven't done create a story yet. It's going down the line. Trust me. Create a story is really good, and I have the PS2 version. Oh so. wow! Wow! <laughs> Ooh, poor Russell fan. <laughs> it was still really good. Anyways, the list. All right. The list. All right, top list. Uh, number ten, the roster. Uh, the roster is probably the best roster I've ever seen in a wrestling game, as there are really only like four or five guys I can think of that should be on here but aren't. Nice. Uh, number nine, the championship scramble match. It's just really a lot of fun. Like, because uh, it has it has kind of the craziness that the um, that the actual match does. Mm-hmm. N- number eight, create your own finisher. I, I know this isn't new, but it's new to me because I haven't bought a new wrestling game in a while. And Canadian Destroyer for the win. Nice. And they also did a um, – they added on it this year and did a top rope finisher, which I really enjoyed. Nice. I don't like that that much. I think it's just because I haven't worked with it as much. Yeah, it's I, a little – it looks kind of off sometimes because you can't, like, judge, like, distance or speed. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little. Well, I'll talk about that later. All right, uh, number seven, the opening training menu. When you turn on the game, you're already in the training arena, which is really cool because you can just like practice moves before you even go to like menus or anything like that. And if you're really masochistic, you can beat up on Randy Orton for an hour straight without him fighting back. Nice. <laughs> So you can get out a little bit of frustration, or in some people's cases that are on the show from time to time, sexual frustration. Oh Jesus yes. Christ! Yes, as I'm sure that would be want to happen. Uh, He's already got the oil on him, so <laughs> oil only makes things easier, Russell fan. Oh. <laughs> That's a no for you to keep for your later years. All right, number six, Royal Rumble finisher. It is really, really cool. I did a code breaker to eliminate someone from the Rumble. Oh, yeah. Lots of fun. Uh, Number five, and this is something I just figured out Sunday night as I was getting ready to go to sleep. Being able to wishbone someone around the ring post. Oh. We haven't seen that before, have we? No, it, it was an, it was something that I was just figuring out as I was trying to um, set someone up for a, for a pin. But apparently I pulled him too close to a turnbuckle by his legs. And all of a sudden I'm pulling him outside the ring and uh, wishboning him. Very nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, number four, the created wrestler and the Divas Road to WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, well, we know why you love it, WrestleFan. It's all about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all about Mickey James. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when she becomes a country western singer, I will buy all of her albums. Sir, I expect you front row at her concerts. Dance straight. <laughs> all right, number three, creating my own entrance video. Oh, finally, it's. 
Yeah, the the only little um, qualm about it is that you can only pick clips from one match. Like so you you, you wrestle a match and then you can incorporate them. You wrestle a match and you can save. Um, after each match, they have this thing where they show you the highlights of the match, mm-hmm. and they they save like video like clips, like usually ten to twenty seconds. Okay. And you can save those onto your hard drive. And then you can use them in an entrance video. Yeah, that's nice. the disadvantage of not ha- or of having the PS2 version. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really cool because when you do it, like it saves everything about that clip. So you can zoom in, you can adjust the angle, you can move the angle while you're performing finishing moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's really pretty awesome. Uh, number two. Number two. Destroying Vince McMahon's office. Again, to <laughs> let out some frustration or, in some people's cases, sexual tension. Indeed. <laughs> wait, who, wait, who would let out their sexual attention on Vince's office? I'm sure somebody out there. Oh. Uh, you know who yeah. would? Vince McMahon. That's who would. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my office, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna destroy it! <laughs> Get over Freak! here! You're fired! <laughs> and uh, number one, setting up the games WWE to be exactly like the real one, complete with everyone's rivals and allies and titles and brands and all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. That's so, the thing, like, when I look from the game, I don't know what they did, but it looks so much like what you see on TV compared to later uh, uh, earlier versions. Nice. Well... You know what they did, Russell Fan? They took out basically every indicator on the right. screen. Yeah, so they, I, that's a really good thing too. I love that. Uh, yeah, I forgot it just about seemed that. like the. Go ahead. I was gonna say, um, also the moves and stuff like that looked really smooth this year. You know, everything just seemed to flow a lot better. Nice. Like they got more of the animations and the hit detection kind of lined up. Oh, yeah, because you can tell when you create your own character, they have, mm-hmm. like, a couple different moves that have different versions of them. Yeah. You can tell which ones are the older ones and which ones are the newer ones. Excellent. Excellent. Um, just just a note. Now, now WrestleFan, you said you're on the PlayStation 2 version. What version are you using, Mike? Uh, Xbox 360. Xbox 360. Okay. Just so people know, uh, you know, for reference, you know, which ones you The 360 is definitely worth it. Okay, cool, cool. And even the even the PlayStation Two versions looking good. Russell fan. Oh uh, yeah, it was looking pretty good. Um, obviously it's missing some features that I liked, like they um, they didn't have the uh, edit attire feature or anything like that. But like, even with that, it's still you know, pretty awesome in the game. Not bad for what it is. That's cool. That's cool. Excellent. The edit attire feature was different than what I thought it. Was. It looks yeah. like you can only just change the color. Yeah, it's just the, the color. There's no, um, you can't add whatever. But Which even feature? with that, it's really good. Which feature was that? The, the uh, edited... I, I forgot what it's called. It's like, it's, you can change the wrestlers, like, colors or atti- their attire. So, like, say, if, like, they change their color scheme on TV, you can change that um, in the game. Yeah, like I made Mark Henry Kool Aid. 
Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Coolie, man. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I matched him and MVP up. Nice. Yeah, that that's cool. Uh, I, I, um, there was a there was a review that I uh, I twittered earlier this week on the uh, Mayhem Show account, uh, and and this is really the part that got me into you know hey you know maybe I'll actually buy this one, um because I hadn't really been too impressed uh with the features that I've heard about, but uh the title it was on a uh, Kodaku it was one of their Franken reviews or something and uh, the title was like the only wrestling game worthy of a thesis. Uh, and that uh, create a storyline. Uh, what one of the quotes was, uh, uh, you, you could, uh, make, uh, John Cena and somebody feud, uh, and, uh, have a submission match to find out what color he likes. Like, that's how much you could get into it. So. It's really fun, but, like, um, like, when I, I tried to do one story, I tried to do, like, maybe a show, it was like a show, because you can do a show. Mm-hmm. And, like, it went by fast. Everything, like, it didn't take me, like, two hours to do, like, one scene. It was pretty, you know, pretty simple. Awesome. That's, that's the only reason I haven't really started it yet. Because I figure if it's, like, anything like other long, long features, I don't want to spend three hours yeah. making a storyline. If you're going to do, like, three months of storyline, it's obviously going to take you a while. I did a show, which was, had, like, four backstage segments and a match, and it was, you know, it only took me, like, maybe an hour. Oh, that's... Sorry. Oh, but, um, there was one other thing I wanted to say about the game. Um, oh, balls I just had, and I forgot. <laughs> no, because I had, when you were talking about, um, that review, but now I can't think of it at all. Okay. I heard also um for the uh, for the game whether the 360 and the PS3 that um blood has been improved. So they've done some renovations on it. That was that was it. It wasn't about the it was um not about the per se, but you just reminded me. So uh the blood is actually improved because it splatters on the chest. Oh wow. And on the and on the fist of someone. So obviously the video game hasn't gone PG like the rest of their stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but um, like in the PS2 version, they still had the regular uh, like blood scheme or whatever you call it. But uh, the thing I the thing I wanted to um, uh, mention was that in the Road to WrestleMania, sometimes they will, they will have different match types. Okay. They can't. They can't actually play in the game. Like, they'll have an I Quit match, where actually hold the microphone up. Yeah, that and was in. Have a, to say I quit. That was in the Shawn Michaels one, and I didn't yeah. realize that that's not in like the actual uh, game or whatever. Match types. No, and some of the ones are pretty interesting. Like in the the uh, Warfare one, uh, which by the way, you can go up. Yeah, they had that. Last it's a like co-op road to WrestleMania. Nice. But um, yeah, they're like seeing like basically the storyline is that Cena, Big Show, and Triple H can all pick their kinds of match that they want to do. And Cena, Cena's match is called a hype meter challenge. 
where you have to get a loud fan reaction. Hmm. Like, you have to do bigger and higher spots and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, and Triple H was like, how many finishers can you hit within five minutes if the ring is surrounded by fire? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, another advantage of the uh, the uh, story mode things that I like, the Reds of WrestleMania, is that at some of the at some points they have these little um, it's not anything big, but there are these small like interactive scenes where like you can shoot like um in the uh, Diva storyline. Basically, um, Mickey James um, falls in love with Brian Kendrick, and then Natalia comes in to um, say, like, oh, "I talked to you about something or whatever." And there's this part where, like, you can move the camera towards either Kendrick or um, Natalia, and it's like nice camera angles and stuff like that. So it's kind of like you control it a little bit. All right, guys. Uh, well, uh, real quick, I want to touch on some other uh, fan stuff here for the end of the segment. Uh, first of all, happy birthday to Hot Wheels. His birthday I saw was this week. I don't remember the day off the top of my head. All right, yelling not cool on the Skype, apparently. Uh, (laughs) that's okay. It just mutes you out for some reason, I think. I think it's like the peak and it just, just mutes you to, to respond. Okay. Well, I can say it quieter if it didn't go through. (laughs) So. So happy birthday there. And also, go check out Manchester Star. The lovely Ashley is in the uh, chat room, actually. I don't see... I, I, I tried tuning in last night and didn't see the live thing around, uh, I guess it was 7 o'clock. Uh, and I don't see it up. But as soon as I find that, it will be up on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. But that I saw can... it, sir. Ashley rocked the shit what she end out up... of... She was, she was third on there last night. And she beat the hell out of that seven-year-old. Yeah, she did. She, I, I told her, I said, Ashley, I'm pretty sure you made the nine-year-old cry. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but you can go over there, uh, whether we find the video or not, that cannot possibly stop you from voting as many times as possible for her at ManchesterStar.net. Uh, uh, um, or should that stop you? Because I, I just given Ashley the Mad Mike seal of approval, and Mad Mike says it. It is dogmatic law. That's right. And what was your challenge uh, from from a few, from you've been uh, putting out there, oh, Mad Mike? Yeah, that's right. If um, if anyone wants to be as awesome as me and donate twenty five dollars, which all goes to charity, by the way, you're helping children, and it's the fucking Thanksgiving. And Christmas time, so you know, build up some karma points. But it's easy way to say that if you don't vote, you hate children. There you go. <laughs> you if you don't hate vote, children. you hate wrestle fans. Yeah, you know what? And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'll, I'll come to your house, and I will bang your head on the keyboard until you vote twenty-five times for Miss Ashley Hoover. That works for me. And um, if you do vote 25 times and you send your receipt to good talk at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, Sorg will let me know and I will write a song for you based on your awesomeness. There you go. A Mad Mike original uh, soundtrack for your life. There you go. I, I We're eventually going to make a CD of you, Sorg. <laughs> One eventually. of these days... 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 they can be we'll interludes on the next crap album. <laughs> next, next crap album. Um, yes. <laughs> Gotta be positive, sorry. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to our first break. Um, and I'm doing it myself, and I don't know who they are, but I do know that we have played several times the Chica Rones from their album Swine Country. And you can check out, again, the Chica Rones, and the song is called The Put It Out. We're here. It's Sorgatron. It's WrestleFan. It's Mad Mike. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 192, and we're having a good time or something. We'll be right We're back. We're going to have a good, good time.
with the indies and see what's going on this weekend and beyond guys and beyond so we'll give that a shot here real quick uh first thing of course uh chikara go watch their podcast they got good shit and it's enjoyable as uh russell fan can attest absolutely so so definitely check that out chikarapro.com they got shows at the end of the month here in uh philadelphia for two nights in easton pa november 21st 22nd and 28th so go check that out uh iwc here in pittsburgh november 14th is the next big, next big show november pain five it's official ray Rowe versus hernandez supermax himself by that gonna sweet. that's gonna be a great match somebody's gonna die um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and of course, Ray Rowe will actually be here, uh, I believe next week on the show, uh, to talk about that and also talk about an upcoming show at the end of the month with Firestorm Pro Wrestling. Firestormpro.com is having a show on November 25th up there in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, Black Diamond Wrestling, November 20th. Uh, we have some, some familiar faces from this show are over there. Uh, CWF is having a show this weekend up in Port Allegheny. Might show up there, might not. I'm not sure yet. Uh, and also November 14th, a little more locally here in the Pittsburgh area. Check them out, cwfstars.com. And it looks like a pretty big show going on in uh, in uh, early December. Uh, stay tuned for details for that. It's like I, I saw a, I saw a flyer going around that had a lot of a lot of names that we're familiar with on this show. Um, also, PWO Pro, PWOWrestling.com. Pro Wrestling Ohio is going to have a show. I believe it was December 4th. Uh, it's actually not up on the site yet. Uh, but Joe Dabrowski will be on the show uh, December 1st to talk about that and uh, talking about leading into the final shows for IWC. Uh, so mark your calendars for that. And IWA East Coast, those crazy motherfuckers down there are having a show this weekend, November 7th. It's uh, Eugene, Terry Funk, and Zach Gowan on the card as well as one of my favorites, Madman Pondo, the hardcore legend. So, oh, two huge shows, apparently. And it's actually the 6th and the 7th down in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, and Milton, West Virginia. So, uh, and I believe that's the end of it. Oh, oh, uh, two two big notes. First of all, all you Wrestlicious fans, uh, there is oh, a new God. promo up on Delicious.com. So please go... Yeah. Delicious.com slash wrestling mayhem slash WMS192 and you'll see it. Um it's it's there's a lot more wrestling in it. <gasps> Can I have a little mini mint? Mini rant about wrestles. Go for it. Um maybe I just noticed this, or maybe we've talked about it before and I don't remember. But I just realized that 
the women in the promos that are singing the Ooh, Wrestlelicious Baby okay. are not the actual women wrestlers. No. Yeah. They have a. They have the rest. The wrestlers that are going to appear on the show are actual professional wrestlers. These are uh, actors. Or, I mean, actresses. Yeah. Are we talking about the, uh, maybe? The- I just never noticed that because you know they've never actually shown any wrestling. Yes, I thought I saw Portia but, Perez in some of it, like in the actual wrestling parts. Yeah, and Daisy Hayes, um, Perez, um, Daphne's in it, Lacey's in it. Um, there's a lot. There, I, I, there's a list, and there's a lot of uh, indie indie wrestlers that are doing it. Yeah, but isn't that, like, the biggest piece of shit ever? Yeah. No, it's false advertising to the 10th degree. I, I mean, honestly, we, I we shit, on, shit on WWE. If they're Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, and it just turns into a squash face-off. Like, if any, if WrestleLicious actually ever gets to air, and they air these promos... With all the with all these really really hot chicks, you know, they saying exactly. Wrestle fan, let me finish. Sorry. God damn it! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Take a stick out of your diaper, sir. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, let's just say WrestleLicious actually gets the TV, even if it's like 3 a.m. on your local CW affiliate on a Thursday night. <laughs> And they actually show these promos with these models, and then you watch the show, and although the wrestling is probably going to be pretty good, these women are, no offense to them, not nearly as attractive as the characters that have been portrayed on the pro- on the product. That's like, true. shit. That's true, but I think when they actually are going to air the show, they're not going to use the same... Models that they used in the promo videos that they've been airing. Well, I think the so also, why I did mean, they even make the promo videos? I mean, well, they've, Daisy Hayes, not an unattractive woman. Same thing with Portia Perez. Same thing with thing, Daphne, though, for God's sakes. Uh, actually, Daisy Hayes, I think, was in one of the promos though. Yeah, guys, like that, uh, guys, I, I think I think something to consider here. Uh, one, it doesn't look like they have a TV deal yet. I mean, it looks like well, one of promos. Never gonna get. <laughs> what I hear is. Now that Eric Bischoff has joined TNA, mm-hmm. there is a chance that they might be on Spike TV. Uh, apparently, apparently, uh, his production company is somehow involved with uh, pushing this WrestleLicious product. Now, 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 as far as your your gripes about the uh, you know what we're seeing as far as the promos and everything, uh, consider you know th- these guys went out. Obviously, they did a show somewhere. They filmed a show somewhere. They did all these promos. This is not so much advertising for us. Okay, this is advertising for the networks so they can shop around and so they can get a spot somewhere on some network. Uh, it, it's very open. And it's even a stupider idea. <laughs> it's, it's, you're, shop, you're shopping false advertising to no, a network. No, 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 not necessarily. A lot of people do this. A lot of times, I mean, it, it's one of those, a lot of times uh, a television show does a pilot with completely different actors than what it ends up with. Um this is, yeah, a, this is a bare bones. They've already filmed this, all the episodes. This, what's that? They've already filmed all the episodes. That, is that it's a fact? not like they're going to change a match. It, but is that that's that that's true? They, they they've gone through and, and done like a season of episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Well, for one thing, that's stupid if they don't have a TV deal, unless they well, release the DVD. It, 
it's being run by a 19 year old kid from Jersey. That's true. The lottery. That's true. <laughs> and honestly, that's probably the reason we have the models and the promos and the actual wrestlers in the ring. Yes. I'm sure it is, but I mean, it's not like these female wrestlers are unattractive people. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm, no, they aren't. But I mean, I mean, and plus, they're the ones that are going to be portraying the characters in the ring. Surely they can do so in a little promo with a very catchy jingle. Yeah. And also consider, we see a lot of clips of, uh, of a lot of skits. And I think, there's, I think we're going to see a lot of WWE effect where we're going to have a lot of girls that aren't really there to be wrestlers. Um, you know, that, that may be what it's based around. You know, it's really going to be a TNA show. Not a TNA, but it's going to be a kiss and ass show in the long run. So, um, the other big news I wanted to hit on real quick as far as the indie minute, uh, and then we'll go ahead and go to break and we'll come back and uh, bitch about Hulk Hogan some more. Uh, Dragon Gate USA has announced that they're going to have a double shot weekend, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Now, Ring of Honor has already announced that they're doing the same thing down there in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I was pointed out, I believe on uh, ProWrestling.com uh, was or .dot net uh, what was it'll be interesting to see uh, what the the uh, ring ring bell times are for these if they're actually going to directly compete in the area. Not that well, I don't think they would hurt if they did do it because there's going to be enough people there for WrestleMania that will uh, I think most likely turn out for these. Yeah, are well, they heard... on the same date though? I believe they are. I believe they they're running uh uh head to head as far as the days. Hmm. Let me see if I can pull that up. I heard that initially WWE was trying to um block the smaller feds for having shows right the right around the area of WrestleMania weekend. That yeah, there was talk about them doing that last year. I don't see how they can though in the long run. Well, they can if they pay off the smaller arenas. Well, there's some anti-competition laws that I think would be a issue, at issue there. Um, I, and I ROH know... does ROH does this each year for WrestleMania weekend. Wherever mm-hmm. they're doing shows, they do a show. It sounds like they've done it since 2006. So yeah, and there's nothing. And and one of those, if they they block them in the immediate Phoenix area, they can go out to the outskirts. I'm not sure if that's desert in this case. Uh, cause I'm not familiar. We are going to have to call our friend Armando and find out. <laughs> so either way, it's great. I think it's a great thing for those guys to be doing. It gives them a lot of exposure. You know, you guys, you know, all those people are going to be down there for WrestleMania and there'll be flyers all over the place for these other guys. And, uh, it'll, it, it's, it's gotta be really great for these guys with exposure. Uh, and another thing that. with, um, the Dragon Gate ROH thing, there's a lot of wrestlers for ROH that also do work for Dragon Gate. Yes, yes. Like, um, I thought, I see from uh, the card. I see from the card, mind. Davey Richards is on. Um, the Young Bucks are on. They have just started going in ROH. So, well, on that note, I think that's everything indie news, unless you guys have anything on your end. Nah, I'm pretty much good. Right. Nah, nothing indie related here. <laughs> All right, and if you want to check out more about Dragon Gate, DGUSA.tv and of course ROHWrestling.com for Ring of Honor. Um, well, we'll go ahead and do a quick break here. We'll come back and talk some uh, TNAs. And I know we had a lot on our minds in the first segment there. Uh, so let's see what uh, the musical lunchbox has left me this time. Uh, it looks like we have uh, by Grayskull Maker uh, off the album Graymaker. 
Let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> right. By the uh, power of Grayskull. I guess so. I, I, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. This is Wrestling Mayhem Show 192, and we're, we're getting set probably for a rant here. Let's go! 
gonna book like a nightmare show for me, and the main event's gonna be Sean Stasiak versus Gene Snake. And I'm gonna just cry tears of blood and pray for death, but it'll never come. It'll never come. I'm gonna go, ha you're listening to the Mystic show. And in case you forgot, my name is Armando Alejandro Desposumi. Short of the Wrestling Mayhem Crew. That's your instincts, guys. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We are back. It's oh wow, that was a little out there. Uh, we are back. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show 192. We're here with the delicious crew of the Mad Mike and the Wrestle Fan. PJ Lunchbox is nowhere to be found. I'm assuming he is fighting Decepticons. Hmm. Well, we can all hope he's winning the good fight. Well, <laughs> it's time to talk about the news of the week, and the big news of the week is it's Hogan and TNA one week one week removed. <sighs> and do we feel better about this situation? I didn't watch Impact. <laughs> I watched didn't... Impact, and no, I don't. Well, uh, well, there's there's that. Um, okay, so <laughs> you tuned in the impact about this great announcement that was promoted with a lot of talk and two graphical images uh, about having the package, the footage package that the TNA crew was preparing for us all episode of the press conference. Thank you, Mike Tanay. You fucking shill. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I sat and watched this. One, let's say this, TNA Impact was not a bad show this week as a whole, okay? Um, no, it wasn't. You might have showed up for Hogan, but they at least lined it up with some decent stuff for you to stay for, okay? Uh, which was great, because if you were tuning in for Hogan, you were probably really disappointed, uh, and you will be for several weeks. Um, several months. Yes, uh, several months at this. As, as well, when you're a before. TNA fan, you just get used to it. You get used to being <laughs> fucked over. You get used to the abusive relationship. Uh, now, like I said, there was... So maybe s- they will work out well for us. Oh, that would be perfect. Uh, <laughs> so... We, we got can, can I, package can, and... Can I say something? Go for it. Alright. I know that this Hogan thing was done after this taping of this past episode. Yes. But, sorry, that was a little loud. Rhino keeps saying that TNA wants to get rid of the old guys. (laughs) Yet, all program long, they're plugging the signing of a 60-year-old man (laughs) in a goddamn cripple cart. Please... So somebody, somebody explain why they can't rehash this Rhino storyline because Rhino makes no fucking sense. It's Rhino, for one thing. Okay, okay it's Rhino. Um, but they're pushing Rhino! <laughs> like, yes, yes. So, well, no, no, they're setting up Rhino to push the other guys. They set up Rhino for a feud with Matt Morgan and and Supermex, okay? They're setting up Ugh. Rhino to to push those guys. 
and, and that's perfect. Oh, that that's fine. Awesome. What's that? Oh, that should be awesome. Yeah, you go. I'll put some butts in the seats. <laughs> we so, might as well start using all those old WCW cliches. Yes. Might as well start bringing them out. This is the greatest impact of all time. Now, there, there's a couple... Well, well, one, okay, the press conference. DNA, where the big boys play. <laughs> they had the press conference, and it was pretty much everything you heard already. Uh, the ratings was a big story, um, because it, it actually went down in ratings during his segment. It was actually the <laughs> lowest of the show, okay? I think because everybody got tired of fucking waiting for it to happen, okay? Because uh, <laughs> it was it was a complete... I don't want to say it was a bait and switch, but they say, you know, Hogan on Impact, you know, obviously we know, and sorry TNA, the only people who know you exist is us. And that's why your ratings aren't getting any better. Uh, hopefully Hogan changes that, but it's not going to happen yet. Okay? Um, oh, yeah, you know, we'll have to wait a few years for Hogan to really change TNA when he dies in the ring. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things to touch on with him. There has been a lot of interviews this past week, uh, and a few interesting things to come up with those. One, it's been noted that he was on several uh, interviews. I think we had talked about a little bit. Maybe it was in the chat room. He was on Larry King Live. Didn't mention at all about being signed to TNA. It was after it was announced. Now, you know, granted, he is also out promoting his new book. So that's going to be kind of at the forefront. That and the problems with his family and his, uh, you know, and his supposed uh, almost suicide and everything. Um, speaking of suicide, he, he uh, asked for his uh, release this week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's really great to have um, the day that you announce Hulk Hogan signs to TNA, he goes on national TV and talks about how he almost committed suicide. Yay. Yeah. That is awesome press, Dixie Carter. Way It'll fit perfectly because TNA's career suicide. I wonder if Angle's murder-suicide will actually be Hulk Hogan. Right. Um... <laughs> Hulk Hogan versus suicide. Thank you, Riz. So, Riz, we've missed you, sir. So between, but I did read about um, Kaz Kazarian suicide, whatever. Yes. Um, asking for his release or whatever, and um, AJ Styles and Joe talking him out of it because apparently AJ, Joe, Daniels, and Kaz are all really unhappy with their position in the company. Hey, it sounds like the radicals to me. <laughs> except, except it's only the mildly awesomes. What, what do you mean by that? Um, the radicals all came in as like a group. Yes, and they were awesome. Like the best technical we are wrestlers about of the group the time. that included Perry Saturn, right? I'm including Perry Saturn was a great technical wrestler. Okay, he, he may not have had the person. Yeah, he may not. He may have had the personality of his later girlfriend, a mop, but <laughs> that's moppy to you. No, no, I call her whatever I want. <laughs> but I mean, if I don't, I don't see like these guys in TNA because there's a reason that WWE passed on all these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WWE had all of them in developmental. Well, not Joe, but. I believe Joe got they, a tryout. Actually, they were optioning to get Joe. 
They were but, trying, um, they were trying AJ's to AJ's gotten a tryout before. I remember watching some of his tryout matches in like 2001. Yeah. But like, I think the only way they will do a Radicals sort of thing with WWE is if TNA does something that severely, you know, forces them to. Yeah. Yeah, but the E showed us last week that if they really want to take it up a notch and actually make a new star, they can do it, like, within an instant. And I think and, and there's a lot of... We're kind of bouncing around a bit. Uh, I, I think WWE has a lot of uh, uh, ammunition to, to create those stars because they have a lot of them going on. They pretty much they have a pretty yeah. good system. FCW seems to be producing a lot of good talent. They have they ECW have ECW. They have ECW as the C show to build them up, and they're really even they're saying on ECW they're saying, well, look at all the people that are big and in the title picture and doing this and that and the other thing. They all got their start here. All... And look at an example uh, this week on Raw. Look what they've done to Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Look what they've done to CM Punk. You know, mm-hmm. all guys and Miz and Morrison. Exactly. So, so EC, well, ECW has become like a stepladder developmental show. But which that's is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but, and that's fine, and it's good stuff. And if you want to see new talent, and you want to see people that could be the future, you know, and we can pale Irishman. Yeah, if you want to see pale Irishman and. Uh, you know, it, it, that's where you go. And, and these are guys, you know, if they work out, they good, you know, great. You know, they move up the Raw, they move up the SmackDown, and some of them become, you know, world champions. Some of them haven't yet. Uh, or or if they fade into obscurity, like like uh, Brandon Braden Walker, nobody will care because it's on 10 o'clock on Sci-Fi, and we don't even know how to spell that anymore. <laughs> it's like Seafy, right? Yeah, Seafy. 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 CP, imagine greater. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, that's what we're dealing with over there. But let's go back to Hogan. Now there's a lot of cock, a lot of cock. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of cock in Hogan. There's a lot of cock going on too. <laughs> um, now one, he's not scheduled to be at the TNA uh, tapings. I believe it was either last night or tonight. I think it was tonight. Uh, as he'll be in. Uh, they had tapings last night. He wasn't at. Them. Okay. And he he was at the St. Louis Public Library for a signing or something. Uh, so we're not planning to see him on TV, uh, at least in the impact zone, where it would matter uh, in oh my God. the next few weeks. Um, what? But at the same time... Sorry, maybe... I'm reading TNA Orbs. Uh, yeah, I already well, let's, read Well, let's not get into that, because I saw, I saw one name pop up already. Oh, and no. I don't want to no. get into it. I don't... I don't oh, 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 let's hold off on I, that. I'm not going to get We got enough it. now without I, seeing into the okay, future. Okay, okay. The whole Kogan thing. Yes. And not bringing him on the impact tapings. They're probably going to do the exact same thing they did with Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. You know, he came, appeared at lockdown, then we didn't hear from him for three months, and then he's going to come in. <laughs> that, you know what? That, 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 I had that thought last week. I'm like, this is the exact same thing's going to happen. But also the fact that, you know, the big announcement, the biggest thing that happened in professional wrestling, him signing with TNA, as they want us to believe, and where's him promoting TNA? You know, again, something like a Larry King or something. Maybe it's because Larry, it's Larry King and they don't expect those kinds of people to be watching. But sorry, you're Hulk well, Hogan. Maybe, we're going to be watching. That's the perfect venue for that. The um, thing I think when I hear that is maybe it's a platform for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that's that's all Larry wanted to talk about and ask about. No you hear that? Or maybe Dixie Carter didn't want 
suicide talk sandwiched right in the middle of TNA debut. Yeah, that's true. That's true as well. Maybe she was actually intelligent uh, for once. Then we got, uh, uh, well, we did get him on, on Jimmy Fallon talking about it. Um, yeah, yeah, but no one watches Jimmy Fallon. Exactly. <laughs> Just no, like no, 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 no. She's no, Jimmy, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon is the TNA of late night talk. <laughs> actually, that's probably very accurate, but it's a lot better. <laughs> it's a lot more watchable, actually. Um, but he's on there talking about is like, look, you know, I looked at TNA and because there I wanted to make an impact. Uh, you know, let me finish before you start laughing. Um, I, I want to, uh, you know, give him an, you know, make an impact with them and, and, and give back to these guys and, and, you know, think less about myself like I used to. And, uh, you know, cause it, you know, supposedly all oh, this was a wake up call for him and everything. Um, so he's, you know, looking to say, hey, I know a little bit about the wrestling industry, and I want to share that knowledge with these guys and help them get on top. So, now, do we believe that? Or are we going no. to see the Nasty Boys versus Team 3D in a couple months? <laughs> we are definitely going to see the Nasty Boys against Team 3D. So glad I don't watch Impact. <laughs> <laughs> the Nasty Boys and Brutus Beefcake so, versus Team 3D and Rhino. I will Bank it, on it. I did search online because I wanted to see, because um, apparently this week was the week that they had that injury to um, Chris Sabin that caused a big uproar from uh, yes, Kevin Nash. Yes, I saw it. I saw that injury, and it looked pretty bad. The thing that pissed me off, though, they replayed it like four or five times during the match. Okay. Of course they did. Of course. They're TNA. They and crossed I do agree. the line. I know I get on the older folks in TNA, that they're ruining it, and I still think they are. But I do agree with Kevin Nash when he said that the match should have been stopped, or at least, you know, ended there. Yeah. Now, I wonder what the problem was, because they continued the match, but Chris Saban didn't get involved from then on. Yeah, because the doctor had to come out. He had doctors on him. He was sitting on the apron. I don't see what the problem was as far as that goes. Alex Shelley, uh, you know, did what he had to do in the ring to keep it going, to work it out like that, uh, you know, and yeah. they did what they did, you know. But I, I understand, like, it's a scary moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. You don't know what would have happened to him. When it happened, everybody in the ring was like, fuck, you know. He's trying to put a move awkwardly. He's trying to put a move on Devon while he's, like, talking to see if he's okay. You know, I mean, it's very obvious on TV, and maybe that's why they went to the replay so many times. One, it was a big hit, and they always want to accentuate when there's a big, you know, massive-looking move in professional I wrestling. And I especially that, but there's a difference between accentuating the hit and then, you know, they played it like five or six times. I don't think that's yeah, outside I, the realm of what I they do. I think he was just looking out for the safety of Saban. Yeah. So, I mean, if it wasn't a neck injury, a neck or head injury, I mean, then, you know, let it play out. But... So if Stone Cold Steve Austin has taught us anything, if you hurt your neck in a match, you end the match right there. Yeah. Because that guy needs medical attention that can't be done in the but ring. But it was different because this exactly. guy, this guy wasn't involved in the match from that on, and he was getting the attention he needed. He was getting somebody on him, and they didn't put. A, it's not like he was back in there, uh, you know, still still delivering his his floating drop kicks and crap in there, you know. Yeah, I but mean, Sork, there could have been an accident. Hmm. There could have been an accident that happened in the ring. You know spots can go wrong. Someone can land awkwardly. Especially if Saban really can't defend himself. Like, you remember when um, 
Kurt legitimately got knocked out in that one triple threat match? Yeah, on the table spot. Yeah, and he doesn't remember that match. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, like, they he actually, should not have they, gone back out there. Yeah, they took him exactly. back. They had him looked at. He decided to go back. That was his thing. You know? I mean, it's just like Mick Foley never should have climbed that cage again. Well, exactly. yeah. But those spots were planned. Yeah. Those spots were planned. Even even the Kurt Angle thing was planned. It's just that the table didn't break, so we got a concussion. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be taken to the back. Well, no, no, no. The, the problem was that it didn't break. Because uh, they, they replay this a lot on those Don't Try It at Homes, so at least like when you're on the DVDs or a couple years old. Um, it, it was the table broke before they did the move. Oh, you that's know? right. That's right. He was setting right. up for the pedigree. You know, did the kind of crouch to start the jump, and that's when it broke. So instead of like, like it buckled in, yeah, yeah, it buckled. And instead of him coming down the right way, they just fell on it, and he smashed his face off of it and got knocked but, out. Uh, all right, but, but but back to Nash, like him, him complaining about that is not the thing you suspend him for. He was suspended. Yeah. He's, he's looking out for the well-being of one of his fellow performers. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Though, I mean, I like of Kevin all the Nash. things Kevin of all the things Kevin Nash has done. That is the actually most noble thing he's done in a long time, Certainly. and yet you suspend him with that. And I will agree. Kevin Nash, I do like how they say in the storyline how he's in for the money, but Kevin Nash, I feel, honestly, does care about the younger guys, the younger generation of wrestling. Yeah. I- you know, he mentored a lot of X-Division stars when yeah. he's just... When he first started in team, I mean, for the long yeah, for the longest time, it was just him putting over the uh, the X division guys, which was. I mean, he's the lead, the lead. He's the reason we had Black Machismo. Exactly, exactly. And you know, you can play what you want, but him and Angle, they say like, well, hey, these guys need personalities. That's always been the problem. That's the problem with ROH. These people are great wrestlers and they do ridiculously awesome matches, but there's no personality for you to follow them. And if you're not a person that's into the ridiculous matches, you're going to lose half your audience. And uh, and, you know, that's what they pushed, and that stuff has stayed. And, uh, you know, and we've enjoyed the Black Machismo stuff for the most part, you know. Yeah. And we've enjoyed, you know, you know, all these guys. You know, the Motor City Machine Guns paparazzi. have more personality than they used to. Yeah, the paparazzi stuff was great. Uh, you know, the Motor City Machine, Machine Guns in general just have, you know, so much more going on with them. They're more than just vanilla characters with the next division belt, you know. Exactly. Because so. a lot of the X-Division stars, they were great. But they used to like really blend in. So, so like, do you think know. do you think Hogan will be a help in that regard? Do you think we can see probably him? not? Well, you know, or, or has everything changed him, or is it going to be same old, same old with them? Honestly, Hogan doesn't have the in ring skills to put these guys over there as performers, and I, don't and, think I that's, that's... and I don't think he can keep his ego in check long enough to get them over as personalities. I don't think we're going to see a lot of that. I think it's going to be a lot of the old stuff where we see, yeah, we're going to see a lot of the, he's going to go in there and do the dream matches, the Hogan's versus Sting, the, the you know, Hogan versus uh, uh, Angle, you know, uh, we'll probably see Hogan versus AJ Styles at some point to put him over. You know, he's going to, he's, you know, granted, he is going to work with the top count. I would be very surprised if we see, like, Hogan mixing it up with uh, the Motor City Machine Guns or something, okay? Uh, now, but will that, you know, or, or will that backstage influence be a help? You know, will he be back there, you know, uh, pretty much as an agent on top of whatever he's doing? 
And uh, will will even just the name value be enough to to kind of push them through the roof? You know, because one of the things he's saying, uh, he he's been quoted as being over, according to uh, ProWrestling.net, at his uh, Mall of America book signing, uh, saying, uh, um, "I did this one time before with the with the WCW, and I drove Vince McMahon crazy. This time we're coming after him again." So and oh, and, and of course Christ. we know how WCW went, but. They put it through the roof with Hulk Hogan there. Go ahead. You remember Kurt Angle said the same thing when he signed? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we're finally going to be competition. And They're WCW not going to be competition. WCW had a hell of a lot more chance being WWF than TNA does. They also have a hell of a lot more money and influence on the networks they're on. But, you know, is it as much money anymore? Because some of these guys, you know, it's WWE or a half-decent paycheck with TNA and with exposure. They're not using their money wisely. They should be using it in, A, putting on live shows. But I honestly the think... People, but they're not getting the they, people live shows. Even do them from the Impact Zone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the way Raw used to do it back in the day was... They'd film two shows at once, mm-hmm. one live and one tape for next week. That's not a bad start. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking house shows when you were saying that. So I was. Oh, oh no, 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 no. You house mean shows. doing the I live mean... shows. I agree with you. They need the live thing. They need to the, the disqualify these orbs from the equation that we keep looking at and, and just shaking our heads at. So, I mean, you know, all of us and, and all the people that listen to us in the Internet wrestling community and everything. Uh, you know, we kind of have our own idea of God. What are they doing that from what we read on a piece of paper? Yeah, you know, well, okay, the internet. Uh, versus, <laughs> you know, let's see what they read do on a series of I tubes. Mean, like, like you know, I just I just ordered cable today, not cable FiOS today because it drove me nuts that I couldn't get to see Raw. Okay, why is Raw the big thing? Not ECW. Okay, obviously not ECW. Excuse me. Uh, not not SmackDown, although we do like SmackDown, but I don't have to sit there and watch it on Friday. Raw, you have to sit there and watch because it's happening right now. And you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And, and you know, I would hate it when I had to do the DVD DVR re, uh, delay, and it was an hour later because everybody else already saw what happened. You know. When I when I can't watch Raw live, I just completely avoid Twitter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's one of those things like Raw. Happens as you watch it. It, it, it. There's no comparison to a live show. TNA has that problem where you know I think it's because it's in the impact zone for the most part, but they do big things that don't feel big. Well, see, because I think the main problem with TNA, and I've noticed this from watching a couple impacts and actually looking at the production, mm-hmm. they produce it like a TV show. Exactly. They don't produce it's it like a, a sports show. It's on a soundstage. It feels, that's the problem, it feels like Saturday night's main event in the long run. Because that's yeah. what it is, but with the bigger talent. Right. But without the drama. And like, when they go to commercial, you don't miss anything in their matches. Mm-hmm. It, like, they cut to commercial at one point, they come back at the exact same point. Yeah. Except for this week, they miss one thing that really pissed me off, just... For selfish reasons, they cut the commercial during Velvet Sky's entrance. 
I, I mean, I'm sorry. That's one of the highlights of Impact every week, and you cut the commercial during that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't get it. Um. Yeah, and it's one of those. Like I said, it feels very soundstage esque. It doesn't feel big when they do big things. It doesn't feel big. Like I'm looking at this. It's like, you know, I, you know, I might have been into. I mean, I think one of the best show, best things on the show was, uh, we had Abyss versus Steven Richards, and it was some pretty cool stuff when we had McFoley involved in everything, and it just did not feel as big as it should have, and nothing in TNA feels as big as they're trying to make it feel. They, yeah. And and I don't really, and it, it, it comes off a little better when they do do those live shows, um, on the pay per views, not in the Impact Zone. You know, let you know. Let's well, be honest. Even when you're watching a pay per view at the Impact Zone, I know they're doing to save money, but <laughs> shit, it's it's the same thing. And 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 I think if they did a live show, there could be that surprise element. There could be that off the cuff element, and I think that could be what would help TNA just feel bigger. You know, if I they mean, know they're gonna have surprises, mm-hmm. those are the ones they should do live shows. And that's the problem. There's no surprises. The only time they can do a surprise is on a pay per view. And you're not yeah. you're not getting enough to want to buy the pay per view in the first place. So yeah, like honestly, all... I just read the spoilers for next week, and there are two pretty decent surprises on that show. But reading about it, I don't. Doesn't... I'm not I'm excited find about, out it. about it. Even if I don't straight up read spoilers, I will read some headline somewhere that will say, you know, hey, this guy's this showing up. Or, you know, look out for something like this to happen. Or this guy's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I, uh, I'm sorry, because I, I know we just talked about spoilers, and I just saw this, but this has to do with um, the ECW tapings that just happened. Okay. Um, go watch on ECW later tonight. Um, former TNA star Lance Hoyt made his debut. Really? He had a squash match. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was well, about to I, get... he, was, he was the guy that squashed the jobber, but... He made his debut on ECW. Nice. Well, I, I'm excited I, for that. I like Lance Hoyt. He's a he's a guy that I think that uh, WWE would know what to do with him. You know, I mean, that was a guy with <laughs> him with Christian. Yeah. Oh yeah, he could be the next Tonko. To be honest, he could be the next problem solver. Yeah. He, you know, and uh, you know, Christian's got some pretty pretty big problems there that he's dealing with. But uh, exactly. You know, they're, uh, on TNA, uh, things I think they're doing right, I buy the World Elite now. Eric Young looks good as champion, okay? And, and for one thing, uh, uh, good good to hear Eric Young uh, just had throat surgery. Uh, friend of the show, uh, he's recovering, doing fine after it. Of course, I think they had this like right after the tapings that we saw at the end of uh, last week. So I don't even know if he'll probably be on uh, these, these next two weeks of programming. Uh, maybe you guys with the spoilers can correct me on that. But he looks good as champion. I never thought I would see him in that role. And uh, seriously, he makes Legends Belt look as good as it's looked. Since it's, uh, it's not the Legends Belt anymore. Sorry. I know. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, now, now let's let's clarify that. Now he came on and won. Everybody else in those uh, uh global uh global what do they call them global, global impact global global invasion uh, uh jumpsuits running suits they got going on. Great thing. Way better than that British crap they were wearing. Divari, well, except for Homicide. Yeah, yeah of homicide. course Homicide, but he's got a style. It wouldn't make sense for him to have one of those. And he's big enough a star that he can stand off on his own, I think. Um, 
but even like the Vari looks like he fits in now. You know, that's fine. That's great. I love it. Uh, you know, that, that, that faction looks like it's worth something now, you know, that I give a shit about. Uh, and, and frankly, you know, all of them are great wrestlers. You got Homicide, you got Davari, you know, Bashir. Uh, and those, those British guys actually aren't half bad. I don't understand well, what they did with Rob the Terry's horrible. What's that? Rob Terry is horrible. Rob Terry. Is that the big guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Scott is incoherent, but god damn. It's <laughs> got Ugh. What was he going off about? You, you cut out there. I was going to say how Scott Steiner, they make the joke about the whole steroid use. But look at Rob Terry, man. <laughs> Come on. Rob Terry is Nick Reuterson. Yes. So. All right, guys. Let's go. I'm uh, going to knock you off, EY. Let's go to a break. I got a message from Lunchbox. Let me touch base with him while we're on our musical break and we can figure out what's going on for this last segment. What's that? Can I talk about the Global Championship? I'm sorry. Oh, oh, the Global Championship. Real quick. Uh, Yeah, Eric Young came out and said that this is a Global Championship, not the Legends belt. Uh, Will be not defended on U.S. soil. Will be not defended against the American. And I'm like, okay, it's their international belt. That's actually a really good idea. Let's do this. Kind of like Sorg. the Intercontinental title. Sorg, the only problem with that is they don't travel internationally. Yes, they do. <laughs> Not No, other... they don't. Yes, they do. Wait, Sorg, what? Global Impact, the Global Impact that they showed from Japan, yeah. was filmed eight months before it was on TV. Yes, but... There's a problem with that. They go... They go well, okay. They go uh, international, uh, I think, once every three months. I'm hearing about them doing a tour. Okay. Now, it's not Global Impact, but they're doing international tours. And it's one of those, maybe they'll do more, or maybe uh, uh, back in the day, like Jeff Jarrett, when he had the NWA belt, they would send him to Japan pretty much randomly, okay, to defend that belt as part of their talent exchange kind of thing over there. Okay, but the problem is TNA has three people, I think, three people that aren't in World Elite that are not American. Okay. Hernandez, Taylor Wilde, and Hamada. Well, <laughs> what's to say that this belt doesn't... And Sarita. What if, what's to say that this belt couldn't become... I mean, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow this all out of the water after, after this, of course. What's to say that this global championship couldn't become the TNA as the IWGP belts are to New Japan? You don't have to send but, the whole roster over there to defend the belt. No one cares the IWGP titles. Uh, they matter somewhere along the IWGP, line. IWGP didn't even recognize the titles which they did in TNA. You always have that problem when you go I international. I've been in a magazine... Uh, that I just received, they actually did recognize the British Invasion title switch. They originally did it, and they accepted it. Just in time for D- for 3D to get it back. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Japan has weird time zones. It's so... I've been there! <laughs> Alright, guys. Uh, well, let's go to this, and uh, we'll see. Uh, maybe we come back with Lunchbox. Maybe we won't. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll figure out. I'll see you guys in the chat, and we'll figure that out. Uh, but oh, oh yeah, yeah. The part that that tears all that down. 
Uh, it's not the global belt. That's not completely untrue. It's on the site still as a Legends belt. This is not official. This is just storyline. It's bullshit, and you're all going to be disappointed. So. Nice. But until that time that we're disappointed in our abusive TNA relationship, let's listen to some music. We got Jerry X from the album Can't Make You Happy, You're a Pearl, the random song.
face again Come back, come back, come back And I won't be sad then Come back, come back, come back And if you can't, please tell me when Come back, come back, come back I wanna sit next to you Tried to shut us down. They tried to shut us down. In their ocular cavities. Cavities. Cavitals. Um. <laughs> cavities in our ocular go fucked. Yeah. 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 Is it their eye socket? Yeah. <laughs> you ever fucked an eye socket before? Not when there was an eyeball still in it. Well, no. You don't fuck them in their good eye. That's rude. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it was in one eye socket. And the snake was coming out the other. I thought it was a magic trick. This is Raymond Rowe, and you are listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. DJ Lunchbox of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Oh, I'm sorry, champ. I think I ate your chocolate squirrel. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hello, my dear friendly Mayhemers. It is the DJ Lunchbox. I'm calling to leave you, my friends, a message. I am apologizing for missing the majority of the show this week. It has been a very unpleasant day, a very unpleasant experience, and my day job has crippled me in such a way that I was not able to make it from the beginning of the show. I can offer you my most sincere apologies, but rest assured that every house that I visited and every... uh, Everywhere that I just uh, delivered to, uh, I pooped on their front door. Not an easy feat when you deliver two to 3,000 packages in a day. Not an easy feat to conjure up that much feces, that much human feces, because I have my pride, and I would not leave other people's feces or dog feces on their front porches. No, no, my friends. It must be authentic Lunchbox brand poops. And that's exactly what it was. Invest in brand. Invest in brand. Business is a booming. As Brad Pitt from the past would say. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in this week. Once again, I, I completely apologize for missing portions of the show. But rest assured, Papa Lunchbox don't be back. Thank you. Have a good show. Well, there you go. Words of wisdom there from uh, ooh, a little peeked out from the rest from the Wrestling Mayhem show alumni LB. So, poop on doorsteps. Poop on doorsteps. Yes. Uh, so that's what he's been up to. I like it. While missing the show. <laughs> so I, I guess it's a good time to mention we do have that hotline four one two two zero six WMS zero. Again, that's four one two two zero six nine six seven zero. Please leave your message. You know, uh, if you want to do a liner for the show, you want to do a promotion for the show, you want to promote your own shit on the show, you have questions for us, for us about wrestling, for us about us, 
for why WrestleFan is from is Cuba. Is a fetus. Is a fetus. And he doesn't even know Wishbone. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually... Or, fun, or fun, the school bus. Uh, I, I, was, I was there for the lunchbox move this past weekend. And, uh, and Papuga was there. Ah, Papuga was in Pittsburgh. It was amazing. Uh, and uh, and uh, she, she was organizing his DVDs. Just the variety <laughs> from going from porn to Wishbone. And for some reason, she put it oh, in the sh- same pile. Along with Meerkat Manor. Um, <laughs> hey, let's try since it's some freaky shit. Yeah, yeah. All those meerkat, meerkats. Um, so I can see what's happening. <laughs> so uh, a Lion King reference, bitches. <laughs> we uh, so so he hey, might be known as a meerkat. It makes sense. Damn it. Yes, that's true. Um, shit. <laughs> I like uh, Riz says I can just That's hear like... I can just hear the Star Spangled Banner behind LB's speech, so uh, so he'll probably he'll probably join so us for should, uh... what you should dub that over his speech. Oh. Yeah, give me more work, thanks guys. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, if you get free time ever, 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 when I have interns, and uh, we'll see, we might. We might find out something about that in the week. But um, anyways, we have other stuff going on. And I don't know what we're going to talk about. Because the subject I was going to have involved Lunchbox. So we're just going to run down the news, guys. Are you good with that? Sounds A-OK. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what's going on. I'm actually very not good with it. You're not good with it? (laughs) What do you want to do to Segment Med, Mike? How would you handle this situation? I want to V? The series? You. No, not V the series. <laughs> I just want to talk about me. I'm a mark for myself, so I well, guess we can run down Mayhem Fantasy Football. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit, you little I'd fucking bastard. Fantasy Football for this week. That's at the end of the show, sir. You know this. <laughs> All right, we got a good 20 minutes. Let's run through some news. Uh, yes, we're going to try to hit a deadline tonight. Um... Deadlines. So, did anybody watch ECW this last week? Do you enjoy the new announcer? Do you like Matt Stryker on uh, SmackDown? I'm. I, the, new the, the new guy announcing is uh, Byron Saxton. Okay, I don't even know who that is. I like him. I think he's a really good addition to the team. Personally, he's uh, apparently from FCW. I haven't heard him yet. But um, I didn't see they doing last week, so I'll definitely watch ECW tonight. Definitely check it out. I I, I was a fan of his work. I, I seriously am a fan of his work. Uh, I, I like that Matt Strikers on SmackDown. Um, there was some commentary. Uh, Jim Ross uh, saying saying, "Hey, you know, don't get pissed. They moved on without me because they have a show to produce. Somebody has to do it." So. Um, so I'm glad WWE made some real quick moves, and I think they made the right moves as far as that goes. And uh, he's looking forward to see what those teams do. And, you know, hopefully we do see Jim Ross come back. I'm sure he'll, uh, when he's getting better, uh, and they figure out what's going on with his palsy. I, have you heard any updates since? I didn't see anything in the uh, I haven't heard anything. Okay. So uh, we wish him the best of luck as far as that goes. Um, as far as other wrestlers and health issues, remember the giant Gonzalez, El Gigante in WCW? Yeah, yeah, I did hear about giant Gonzalez. Yes, uh, he's living in Argentina and is battling serious health issues. 
Uh, he's 43 years old, former basketball player, is wheelchair-bound, and uses a dialysis machine to treat his diabetes, according to FIBA.com, which I'm reading through ProWrestling.net, of course. Um, the story notes that Argentina... Wow, there are so many jokes in there. <laughs> Sleep and be. Uh, the story notes uh, that... I'm going to guess it's very serious. The Argentina Basketball uh, Federation recently donated appliances to his home, clothes, and medication. Here's hoping WWE hears about the story and lends a helping hand. Uh, really sad to hear that. Uh, of course, he was a guy that he's, you know, was seven feet tall, and usually, if you're that big, usually you have problems eventually. So, uh, you know, I hope everything's good, goes good with him. He he gets out of the woods there. Because um, uh, I, know, I know, you know, he's a part of my uh, wrestling memory, you know? So, uh, what else is going on? <laughs> Riz in the chat room, uh, I hope he's talking about the new ECW announcer. He sounds like every black weatherman besides Ollie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to rain. Um, guys, tune in to Deal or No Deal next week because WWE is going to be on it. Oh, yay! yay. Uh, deal Maria, or no Deal, the Maria, show that was Dolph relevant Ziggler. two years ago. Yeah, I think they're on. Uh, I think they're exclusively on my network right now because I think I saw a commercial for it. I thought it was the first one they were showing, but apparently I was wrong. There's it's actually not. A, 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 no, no, it's a new one with Maria. And uh, and Dolph Ziggler actually, there's a picture here from Maria, the Maria fan site that he that I think she tweeted. Um... Oh, and Eva Torres is also on it. So, oh, all right. Well, that might that. be worth watching. Also, um, I hear in the news sometime in November, is also appearing on an episode of Dinner Impossible on the Food Network. Dinner Impossible. Well, I know there was a there was a Iron Chef or something. Uh, Batista was a judge one time. So. <laughs> I saw one episode of that. That was brilliant. Uh, oh God! Jesse Jesse Ventura to debut a new in a new reality show. So uh, he's going to be starting a series on True TV, formerly Core TV, called Conspiracy Theory. And look at modern day conspiracy theories and get comments from believers and skeptics. And he would probably be both. Um, <laughs> yeah. So moving on. Are you going to call him Jesse the Governing Body Ventura? There you go. There you go. Hulk Hogan is a big fan of Awesome Kong. Oh, no. First, we had Angle Boning Raisha's. Uh, oh, no, not Rocket Kong. Yeah, no, no, Rocket Con. Hey, hey. No, just Hogan's because, gonna bone awesome Con. Just because Hogan gets gets jungle fever, you know. Um, <laughs> what you gonna do, Kong? Well, my twenty four inch python runs wild. <laughs> See what I did there, kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That one's for the adults in the audience. <laughs> Your mom's not yeah, listening, right, Russell fan? Vomit off my eyes. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope that blasted to Riz's entire computer brain. <laughs> <laughs> Woo woo woo! You know it, Papugaberg. I like that, Papugaberg. I want to tweet that, Papuberg. Papugaberg. Papugaberg. Yeah. Oh, Papuberg. Sorry, I was twittering. Um, 
<laughs> you guys, you guys need more news, huh? Um, well, we don't. You know what? I should open the delicious link so that when you tweet, <laughs> you can move on with the news. Yes, I'm on page two, sir. And if you want okay. to follow along with the show, delicious.com slash wrestling mayhem slash WMS192 will get you to the links we're looking at, guys. So go check that out. Um, another future guest host confirmed. I think this is the one we mentioned earlier. This is the one for next week. Yes, Ricky Hatton, special guest host. Uh, he's a boxing guy. Uh, in this, for the Once show. Once again, I don't know who that Sheffield, is. Sheffield, England is, uh, is where the next show is going to be. So uh, maybe they'll know. So we'll find out. <laughs> maybe they'll know who this guy is. Yes. <laughs> um, Dixie Carter says that Hulk Hogan signing is a new beginning for TNA. Or it's beginning the end. Depends on who you ask. Um, uh, it was a new beginning <laughs> six months ago when they signed Bobby Lashley. Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy is uh, is auditioning for series pilots. He's uh, trying to get into his acting career. I think he got a good start as far as that uh, behind enemy lines. So at least he got that from WWE. If he doesn't get going on the wrestling, so good for him. So, um, Lunchbox actually messaged me uh, during Raw last night, uh, and yeah, they did announce Kofi Kingston uh, from Ghana, West Africa. And Kingston says he is actually born in Ghana, West Africa. So Wow, um, I didn't hear they announced that last night. Yep. Huh, that's very good. At least they're like, uh, you know, kind of advancing the fact that he's not Jamaican anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and apparently he is actually legitimately, like, he was a fan of the whole Jamaican thing. Uh, he says he actually loved everything about Jamaica. Uh, the food, the culture, the laid-back attitude, and when they went there... The bobsled team. The bobsled team, of course. <laughs> uh, I say they want to come out with something unique and something people have never seen before, so he, he uh, embraced that. Um, yeah, I remember when he tried to explain that bragging rights. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> like, they um started uh, messing with him, like, why he didn't have an accent, he was like, well, it was actually a tribute, and they just shut him up. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was legit. Uh, and he goes on to say, "Is like, hey, you know, nobody, nobody else was like what they were. You know, that got big. Triple H was, uh, he he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and he noted before that he was Terra Rising, I believe, in WCW. Um, and now Terra uses that in TNA. Ah, oh, no way. Yeah, um, she does. <clears throat> Stone Cold was stunning Steve Austin, of course. Rock was Rocky Maivia. Shawn Michaels was a rocker, uh, and, and so on. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be, you know, like we talked about, you're not going to be a Jamaican, you know, making legit promos for the main event against Randy Orton that just, like, booted your father in the head. You know, it just doesn't work. Jamaican crazy a long time ago. Yeah. And Kofi, I mean, he's obviously, you know, the little bit we've seen him, he seems to be, like, a very well-spoken guy and can do something serious, as we saw with the car, you know. And everything, so I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they do something with it. Mad Mike, why yes. did you knock up Candace Michelle? Um, I was bored on a Thursday. Okay, got it. Candace Michelle has announced that she's pregnant. <laughs> she so badly, and she's hitting up Mad Mike for alimony, <laughs> so he might not be able to afford his internet to get on the Skype line with us. 
That's uh, why you all need to vote for Ashley more because I'm going to have to pay my daddy drama checks. <laughs> so you know what? Maybe they'll part of that. That should be an award on the Mayhemies. Who on the show was most likely to knock up Candace Michelle this year? Uh, that would Mayhem be me, Missy. Sir. Mayhem Missy. Oh, Mayhem Missy. <laughs> Wins hands down. So, um, moving on. Jamie. What Juggalo Jamie? <laughs> That poor kid. No, no, no. See, Juggalo Jamie is most likely to have knocked up Ashley, I think. Okay. Ashley Massaro. Oh, then she got a couple kids say, freak- <laughs> No, no, not our Ashley. Although, that might be the most interesting mayhem meeting up ever. Oh, man. Uh, Juggalo Jamie meets Ashley. I'm glad she's not still in the in the chat room. Oh, she's <laughs> with its sword. <laughs> All right. Hey, she hasn't seen her his grammar. What? She hasn't seen his grammar. That's true. Uh Dallas Page uh, talks about why he he uh isn't interested in working in TNA. He just basically says he's too old and those guys can go. Um Democrats accuse WWE of making illegal in-kind campaign contributions contributions to Linda McMahon. So you, you skipped over a, a news topic I wanted to address. Okay, go for it. Ric Flair's promo. <laughs> I didn't watch it yet. I watched it. Okay. And um, Ric Flair has basically spit in the face of everyone who shed a tear for him when he retired. That's what I was afraid of. And and he said that that if we thought that WrestleMania was the last time he could step in a ring to go, then we were all dead wrong. And the first thing I said was, no, Rick, we know you can step in the ring. You just really shouldn't. Because uh, it just bothers me. Like, Ric Flair got... He got the um the Lou Gehrig send-off, the Mickey Mantle send-off. Mm-hmm. He the best send-off for his time in the history of pro wrestling. And Ric Flair, you're not going to get that again. If you wanted that send-off, you got it. You're not getting it again. And that's it. That's all there is to it. You know, and yeah. and now he's just no better than all the guys who that they retired and Terry come Funk, back. McFoley. The Mick Foley's, the Terry Funks, the Hulk Hogan's, the Stings. Everyone who said, "Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm and I'll be back." Okay, I, I'm sorry. I was just very angry about that. So continue, Sork. Okay, okay. Well, I, it needed to be addressed. And again, I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, that is over there on the Delicious account, of course. Um, who's doing dishes in the background? Oh, I know who. It's <laughs> that means it's you. Wrestle fans. Um, I think she's okay. She's fine. <laughs> Say it, mom. Shut up. 
Mom, the meatloaf. Mom, the meatloaf. Fuck. And <laughs> so, uh, and also the greatest thing, if you go there to the last page of our delicious thing, or if you just go over to peopleofwalmart.com, and I'll put this in the chat room, the great Kali shopping at Walmart. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> You know, when I when that site opened up, I, it's the last thing I expected to be up there is the Great Kali in Walmart. So, Dude, that was a so it looked it looked like he was in a Walmart in like Cuba. <laughs> you would know. Uh, it looked like the worst Walmart ever. Dude, there's some pretty shady WalMarts out there. There's this one down 88 with all the red signs and everything. It's pretty yeah. bad. Dude, you have to remember, Walmart is pretty much the bane of human existence. Hey, I shop at Walmart all the time, you fuck. As do I, sir. I'm not saying the normies can't get sucked in every now and then, but it still pretty much is the bane of human existence. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we're the normies. <laughs> we're the normies. <laughs> we are. We're wrestling fans. I mean... There's a fine selection of wrestling t-shirts there for us, you know, especially if we like our Undertakers and our and our John Cena shirts. Um, you know, TNA, we're the normies. Yeah, yeah, that's when TNA will be big. When you see TNA regularly featured in Walmart, I think that's when they'll make it. So, that's the bar right there, okay? So. You know yes, Rick. They took your job. They took your job. Yes. Oh, there it is. You know, it doesn't help seeing people when they're at the bottom of the list. You need to change your name so you're at the top of my list. Okay. So what's up, Will? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Who's who? The fuck is Will? I know. I know. How's it? How's it going? I know you had a shitty night. We don't have much time left on the show, but I'm sure it'll go another hour with you on here now. Right here. I think he's pooping on a doorstep. No, he's too busy. He has to. Maybe he wasn't prepared. Uh, <laughs> old DJ Lunchbox. <laughs> you so crazy. I swear I heard him. I thought I heard him too. There's a lunchbox in the machine. I'm pretty sure there is. So, the call is well, coming from inside the house. While we figure out what's happening with him, uh, re- Wrestle fan, you, you pulled some Cuba shenanigans this week. Sir, it's, I mean, every week I get, you know, when I beat Riz, it's shenanigans. I had a bad week. I beat you, Sorgatron, this week. Oh, it's shenanigans, all this stuff. Can't you just accept greatness? greatness. Fantasy football Greatness. Greatness. Who beat your Do you even fan? have football in Cuba? Obviously, fans, um, I have a four-game winning streak. Oh, wow, um, you do. Wrestle fan? Yo. Wrestle fan. Um, I highly advise you to check the uh, scoreboard. The uh, scoreboard. You know, the one that says that I'm still in first place. Yeah, yeah. That, we're, we're, that, no. that, we're over that, that it fact. Took, that it took Tom Brady... Throwing six touchdowns to beat my team. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two weeks, Mad Mike. Two weeks. We'll see who's number one after two weeks. I will be. 
I will take down the, what is it, 2-6 and six DJ Lunchbox. And then, after I trounce over the hey. corpses of the Magic of Hobos, hey. you come on as soon as I mention your name. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers. Are you kids done arguing? Jesus. Lunchbox sounds better than I do. Uh, yeah, what's up now? That's a good are, are you guys, everybody hears me okay? Yeah, you're good. Yeah? You're good. Excellent. Super duper. What's happening, motherfuckers? I'm gloating, okay? Wrestle fans talking shit about being in second place. Mm. Second place before I trounced the Magic of Hobos. And before I trounced whatever the hell Listen, your team name is, Mad Mike, because I can't remember. Wrestle fan, uh, trouncing the Magic of Hobos is not an accomplishment, my friend. All right? I had four <laughs> people on a bye momentum. week. I had four people on a bye week. And my awesome idea was to uh, just leave them. You could have won <laughs> if you replaced someone. Replace them with no. who? I don't. I don't have anybody. No, I actually, a kicker. Dude, I, I, I've been I've been looking at this over the past week. If um, DJ Lunchbox had played his optimal team every week, I think he might have the same record as me. Yeah, I could have done. See, see. <laughs> wow. Just because DJ Lunchbox is is running doing the let it ride approach that no I excuse. typically did in, in WWE Fantasy, there's no often excuse. often the let it ride approach. There's also the work every second of the fuck day approach. I had a top tight end with a career ending or not a career ending a season ending injury. That's what she said. That I had to take off. Ooh, that's what she see. Riz is on the same page. What up, Riz? Yeah, I, uh, of course, Riz is on the same page. He just destroyed you this week because Pittsburgh had a bye week. Hell yeah, four or five people bye week. Fuck it, rock and roll, man. <laughs> I'm okay with this. So. so, how was the pooping on the doorsteps go? Look, man, um, I've never felt so liked in my life, <laughs> and I think I pulled multiple muscles in my anus. There is more than one muscle in your anus, and I pulled all of them. Lunchbox, uh, there was a topic I wanted to wait for you to toss up. I know you were involved. Was with it the... about how he pulled the muscles no, in his no, anus? No. Because I don't want to discuss that. It was a little <laughs> bit about wrestling. I, I thought we just could do a little commentary on uh, on some of the discussion on Twitter that I think you and me were both involved with, uh, along with Samoa Joe. Uh, I don't think he responded to us, but I'm sure he has plenty plenty of followers. So, okay. Uh, of course, the the comment, and I had that in the delicious account, but I think I just closed. Son of a bitch. Um, Ushime. What? Nothing. I. All right, it's, it's a long day. There's a weird box. headline below everything, and then I heard myself really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Samoa Joe uh, tweeted the other day, which we of course had to respond. Uh, I often wonder how wrestling news sites can call their post news quote. Uh, when they cannot cite sources or provide proof of what they say occurred. And uh, there was an interesting discussion that uh, stemmed from that on Twitter amongst him and other wrestlers and other people that were, you know, like us, part part of sites and fans and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I believe my, my response was, you know what, we, we, we report the quote news, we try to be reliable, you know, hope it's from reliable, consistently reliable sites. You know, of course, you know, I follow Jason Powell, I know you, Russ, you follow a uh, 
you know, figure four and wrestling observer and everything uh, on your end lunchbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and other ones that, that seem, you know, reputable and consistently reputable. And they're not making outlandish claims, you know. Right. Well, the fact of the matter is this, and the, the comment you made was that um, we just assume that everything we report on could be complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh, wild I, I speculation, I, I think agree. I said. So, um, What's that? Wild, wild uh, yeah, speculation. I I, yeah, it was like, uh, you know, I, I presume that everything could potentially be wild speculation on somebody's part. And, uh, and I think I did talk about a little bit of, uh, you know what, a lot of these, because he's talking about what are these people's motivations. Whoa. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know. Well, that was Will. That was the lunchbox. So we're going to try to re-add him here. Sorry about that. I think someone called him dumping. Uh, yes, he's been found out. Oh no! <laughs> that, that was more of a dump and run. A dump and run. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see. We'll see if we can get him back on or to continue this conversation. What the hell just happened? I don't know. Are you on your? Uh, are you? Are you on your camera, Mike? Again? I I think I am. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a bad idea. Because remember we were having that well, problem before. If I knew where my other mic was, okay. I would use it. All right, we'll but, roll. Uh, we'll roll with this. I'll, I'll just uh, recall you if that happens again. Uh, we'll okay. try to keep it quick then. Uh, but it, the thing is, I mean, I assume that um, everything. I, I agreed with you. Mm-hmm. I assume that everything we report on is, you know, complete and utter bullshit, and everything's a work. I mean, even okay, Edge is out with a torn Achilles tendon. Um, okay, so they posted surgery pictures. I've seen very convincing things on NipTuck. I don't believe Edge is actually injured. That could be complete bullshit. It could all be a work. We were all fooled. Be... We we're all fooled by John Cena just a couple years ago. Exactly. Eddie Guerrero is uh, probably still alive. You know, I was not actually just about to say not that. According he to just Batista wanted, on SmackDown wanted, this week. He wanted some time off, wanted to get away. Eddie Guerrero is still alive. Hey, you know why Chris Benoit missed the last pay-per-view he was on? Because he killed his entire family, Mad Mike. God damn it, stop making these jokes. <laughs> Come on! No, they're you terrible. Disgusting. No, they're awesome. It's because he wanted to spend the weekend hanging with the family. Ah. Oh! oh! That's oh, bad. Cut him off! I feel Cut him off! So that's dirty. terrible. Yes! Someone besides me gets cut off. Terrible and awful. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I mean, we do. We Hit are all We are aware of the dangers of reporting the supposed news that is out there on the internet. Um, but you know what? This show is uh, is you know meant to be fun and 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 indulge in that wild speculation. It's wrestling. You can't take this exactly. that much seriously when it comes to we, it. We don't pretend to be super serious uh, news reporters oh, no. here. I no, mean, no, no, we no. will report the news and what we find to be the news, but. Uh, you know, we're not a news source. This shit isn't breaking on our show. Yeah, You hear it here, eighth. Exactly. I think we've, we've said that several times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you come here to have fun. We have good discussions, and yeah, that's what it is. So, I don't know. But I thought it was interesting. I thought it was something to, to, to bring up. I thought, uh, I, I thought it was cool that, you know, somebody actually in the wrestling industry, somebody like Samoa Joe, is actually posing the question, you know, because I know these guys are, are really frustrated. I know uh, Matt Hardy has had a lot of commentary, especially with everything that's been going on with his brother and everything. 
uh, about the the wild speculation and everything of the wrestling well, news dirt sheets. Now, I think the, the thing to remember... Matt Hardy though, brings a lot of it on himself. Yeah, and that's starting to become apparent, too, and he's starting to get run down a little bit there. What in the world? Dude, it's like the ring. What the hell? It's like the ring. We're all going to die within 24 hours. Oh, such is the dangers of a life. Shakes that I have to pop through my computer screen. <laughs> oh, me too, but for completely different reasons. All right, real quick. Uh, but no, anyways, and I think there's a lot of sites that are not as reputable that are really trying to drive you to their site. I mean, how many times you've been to those sites? And there's something like Goldberg's going to return to run TNA or some crazy shit. Yeah, you know, some weird shit like that when you look at them, like. Just like Bret Hart is going to show up this week on Raw. We don't believe it. But it's stuff that makes you click through, and then you're going to get attacked by malware and attacked by pop ups, and somebody's trying to make it. So, um, but it's, you know, we know that, and we try to stay away from that. So, you guys back there? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still, still here. here. All right. I'm not dead yet. Well, let's. Well, guys, I think we need to wrap it up here. Uh, so let's learn. Uh, WrestleFan? Uh, okay. What did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that WWE truly doesn't care how they use their midgets as long as their midgets on on TV. The midgets got to get some play, right? Oh, and also the Knicks um, cry like they're constipated. The Knicks? Rednecks. Oh, Rednecks. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Jamie Noble, I got you. Mad Mike, what would you learn from wrestling this week? Um, Well, I, I had one thing, and I just learned something right now because I just put ECW on. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see both of them. Um, what I learned from earlier in the week is that Seeing Mickey James in the Electra costume was worth more than the entire Electra movie. Mm, yes, yes. And I'm surprised that wasn't Wrestle Fans. Wait, when was this? It was on SmackDown. Smackdown. Okay, I will be looking up SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, I just learned on ECW. I think they're turning Zack Ryder into Zack Morris. <laughs> Wait. From Saved by the Bell? Is yes, he, is from he, Saved by the oh, Bell. Is he, talk, is he breaking the fourth wall and talking to us to the camera? No, but he was talking to Rosa Mendez, and then all of a sudden, it zoomed into Zack Ryder's eyes, and he had a dream sequence. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, wow. I'm dead serious, and it was awesome. Oh, my God. I'm watching ECW. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. You know it. I cannot wait Time for ECW out. this week. That's if Zack awesome. Ryder says time out and talks to the camera, ECW will become my favorite show oh, of all the time. Yeah. And everybody stops. All right, real quick. Let's see if he comes back. Real quick, Lunchbox, before you go dead, what did you learn this week? I learned that a, a human person can only poop so much, and also that Kofi Kingston continues to be awesome. Thank you. All right, thank you, <laughs> DJ Lunchbox. I, I hung right back up. Wait, there he goes. I know, I <laughs> That's how he should... That's how he should interject himself on every show. <laughs> yes, we, we have something, and we're like, Lunchbox, comment, bam. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a ninja podcaster. <laughs> it is, it is. 
it really, you know, of course, we can probably only have so many people on Skype at one time, but we'll just rotate them. Uh, <laughs> have about 10 people, and we'll just have a rotating uh, round table. Uh, what's the next part of this show? Um, we... Oh. You... Uh, what did you learn this week? Oh, what I learned this time. Yeah, we need to talk about that. I, I learned several things. You can watch Raw in Spanish. Uh, for one, uh, at least uh, for as long as they allow you, and and I we also determined uh, there was a lot of frustration over uh, you know why isn't Raw available online for us? Uh, why well, okay, I guess they're not really caring too much about the cable uh, detached, but you got to think about it. Every wrestling show, uh, TNA, WWE, uh, even pay per views, you can get online, but not Monday Night Raw. And uh, in talking with DJ Lunchbox, because you were sharing some similar uh, uh, frustrations, uh, we, d- we were like, you know, if they had $5 a month subscription to watch Raw Live online, I would pay it. I would rather pay that than go get cable. I ordered cable today. Um, so, so, yes, WWE, sorry, wrestling is the reason I have cable. It will Fios still, you know, fuck Comcast, but uh so yeah it's worth it to me and i'm that fucking addicted to it and uh but now i can get pay-per-view so wrestlemania in my place guys so. rock yes um well guys this has been your wrestling manager again please 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 give us some feedback follow all of our stuff delicious.com slash wrestling mayhem to check out all the links for the show they're all they're all uh uh tagged with the show number and everything uh, please give us a call for whatever you want. You get drunk, uh, you, give us a call. 412-206-WMS0, 412-206-9670. We had a great time. I, I think, Mad Mike, you participated a little bit in this, but uh, our friends at Should I Drink That have a similar setup with their voicemail. And, uh, they, oh, I have drunk dials, Should I Drink That. We called them four times on Saturday night. It, it was officially <laughs> the, the Should I Drink That drunk line. Um, which I need to put on my phone. I might have done it while I was drinking Saturday, so I have to double check it. But uh, they they tweeted everybody Saturday night on Halloween and said, "Everybody call us." They got over fifty calls to their hotline. I need to hear that. Episode, I I, I hope they just put them all together and make a podcast out of it, and it'll be fantastic. And I hope it's up very soon because I can't wait. Um, so if any similar situations, if your, you know, man, Mike got the Iron Sheik to do a liner for us. It was fantastic. Uh, if you be creative, have fun with it. You know, if you feel like doing that as opposed to an email, do that. Remember, you only got three minutes. Uh, and also, and, and this kind of goes to the guy from earlier. Did I play that voicemail from earlier? I didn't play the voicemail. Um, no, you didn't play the voicemail, sir. All right, we're going to throw some voicemails. Like you do. We're gonna put throw both those vo- those uh, voicemails on the outro. Shit. Whoops. Um. <laughs> yes, and uh, we. Will... I think Zach Ryder is fighting ECW's version of AC Slater. There you go. And that's Shelton Benjamin, of course. And also, if you want to drop an email, send it to. Good times. Good times at wrestlingmayhemshow dot com. In case you didn't hear that with the cutoff. Um, and we'll get it. We'll read them on the show. Whatever you want, comments, suggestions, and hate mail, uh, we accept it all. Uh, no matter what country and what state you're in, what 
dimension you're in. So uh, go check that out. Uh, of course, check everything out, wrestlingmayhemshow.com. We have uh, our video sessions linked on there, uh, the grassroots podcasting uh, session, as well as the um, podcasting 101 that we're involved with, uh, the Bird's Eye View and Should I Drink That, respectively. Uh, so go check that out, too. Uh, also probably be uh, inserting those into our podcast stream here. And, uh, and there'll be some, there's, there'll be some blogs showing up here in the next, uh, week. So, um, keep an eye on that. Uh, thanks to Mad Mike and WrestleFan for joining in. Uh, tell everybody real quick where to find you. Mad Mike. Uh, you, you can find me at whitevancandy.blogspot.com and at madmike4883 on Twitter. WrestleFan? Um... Recently, I made the WordPress jump. Uh, it's the WrestleFanRunner.wordpress.com. Really? Uh, WrestleFanRunner? Yes, I yes, saw that. Yeah. I saw that Saturday. I was like, fucking awesome. WrestleFan. <laughs> <laughs> um, go over there and check it out. I do a post every Saturday. Um, so subscribe, do whatever you need to do, and check it out. And I am also WrestleFan2000 on Twitter. Excellent. And, of course, I'm Sorgatron.com. Go check out there. Uh, and also thoughtfulriot.com with uh, DJ Lunchbox. He's doing some great stuff. I'm Sorgatron on Twitter. He's DJ Lunchbox on Twitter. Follow our Mayhem Show Twitter as well. Also, what wrestlers say, WUT wrestlers say. Uh, we got some stuff going on also, there. Also, there are twists of the May- of the entire Mayhem crew. There are what? Twitter lists. Yes, everybody has a Twitter list now. Go to our respective things. Check out the Twitter list. Check out who you should be checking out. Uh, in... Which is funny because you, me, and Missy all have a different amount of people for our mayhem tweet list. I, I need to check this out. You know, it's hard because some of us have a few hundred like people we're following and stuff. Yeah, and, and... and I was looking at them. We all have some different people. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe I mean, you go through that and you're like, maybe you skip somebody. Maybe you got a different idea where they apply. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, there's a new thing with Twitter this week. Well, this has been uh, episode 192 for November third 2009 next week i believe we're uh, expected to have ray Rowe, the bass man in iwc on to talk about uh, iwc november pain with uh where he's fighting hernandez as well as firestorm pro wrestling at the end of the month which is going to feature Batman pondo up in up in cleveland of course iwc here in the pittsburgh area uh we'll see you guys next week thanks for everybody in the chat room uh riz uh uh ashley hoover silent ninja uh lunchbox is still up in there uh, everybody else that popped in throughout the night, I know we saw a couple new faces. Uh, you know, thanks for dropping by. We'll see you guys next week. This has been your Wrestling Mayhem show. To everybody we just offended. To everybody we just offended. We're sorry. But lighten the fuck up. It's the internet. Thanks to all our fans out there. We really appreciate you listening. Now go and fucking tell some more people about us, huh? We'd like to thank the very fine people at TalkShoe for helping so many of our fans get their wrestling mayhem fix. That's right, TalkShoe.com. Go check us out on the website, chat with us live, find out when our next show is, because we know you want some more. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in front of no studio audience in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it is a joint venture of WPAJ Radio and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good night, Michelle.
I'm working with a vocal coach. Helps me on the... Ah! Alright, I'm just joking. It's mad goddamn Mike and, uh, and Dynamic Danny over here. We're walking back up. Well, I'm staggering. Danny's walking. But, uh, just wanted to say this. Here's, here's what I've learned from Halloween. Halloween is a tremendous holiday where women get to dress as total prostitutes and not only be revered, but admired for doing so. And plus, no one knows who Dr. Horning was. That's very disappointing. Danny, what have you learned from Halloween? I have learned, well, it's glad that you asked that there, Mad Mike, because I have heard lots and lots of things. I have learned that Mad Mike, when he is drunk, likes to talk a lot. I like to talk to random strangers, particularly women, of course, that are dressed in nothing but nothing. And that's what I've learned this evening. Back to you, Mad Mike. Peace, bitches, and be merry. Good afternoon, good evening, sirs. I've just gotten done watching the latest edition of the longest episodic-running television show in the history of all of mankind, Monday Night Raw. And it's been pointed out to me by myself that Michael Cole is the easiest person to make fun of on the face of planet Earth. DX not only made fun of Michael Cole horrifically during the main event of the evening, they also made fun of the producers in the back screaming in their ears and also proposed that Shawn Michaels has multiple degrees from various universities of Eastern European origin. Um, and I believe all of them. I fully believe he has the degree in physics from the University of Budapest. But the entire show was predicated upon somebody who is so completely destroyed by recreational drug use from the 70s uh, that, you know, maybe them functioning on a day-to-day basis is a bit of a difficulty. Um, I thought Ozzy wasn't good. He was not a fan of the product. He was not the host that, say, Big Ben or Shaq were. Uh, He was definitely in the Jeremy Piven category, uh, in my opinion, at least. Um, And I don't see next week being any better with Ricky Hatton, but uh, we'll we'll wait till they get to Sheffield, England, for them to figure that all out. but I propose to you this. How many more matches would you pay attention to if DX called them? Because I, quite frankly, couldn't stop laughing. Uh, specifically at Triple H's line, where'd he go? I can't see him. Just them just destroying the product overall just made me laugh really hard. Um, pretty much made the absolute, uh, the absolute night for me. So, uh, have fun. I'm out. Bye.